I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, January 10th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So, Jay, what do you and I have common with the Perigene One Lunar Lander? I'll let you take a guess here. I can't imagine what it is. Yeah, well, we have no chance of landing on the moon, at least anytime soon. The first lunar probe launched from the U.S. in over 50 years. It will not reach its intended destination after springing a fuel leak on the way there. That can happen. Yeah. NASA, who helped private company Astro Robotics launch Perigene, is looking into what happened, noting that space is hard. Jay, do you agree that space is hard? Space does appear to be hard, but we did the moon thing like a long time ago, so maybe it should be a little bit easier, but maybe that's why we don't do it very often, I guess. It's a great point, and it's something I think about often, which is they did they put somebody on the moon, you would know the exact date, you were around for that. But, you know, it was a long time ago, I can tell you that, and we haven't put anybody up since, and I've read all the reasons why, but it just seems wild to me that we can't get a machine there, but we got people there a long time ago. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't, I know it's far away, so stop tweeting at us, but like, we see it all the time, so it can't be that far away. Like, That's the moon is there. That's a great point. That's a great point. It's right there. And we just got back from the Air and Space Museum, so it's all about that. Also, you know, is that the most important thing to be doing to landing people on the moon? I'm not 100% sure, but it is fun to watch. And, and I know that space is hard, and even just getting out of our atmosphere is very difficult. So let's keep at it. But you and I are not getting to the moon anytime soon, for sure. Uh, nor do we want to, let's be honest. Seems like a good trip. But aside from that, and aside from space being hard, Brett, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, China ascends to car export dominance for our second story. Unexpected names unveil their new toys at CES and our big picture. For our first story, China is now the world's top car dealer. No checkered sport coat or wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man dude required. Brett, what happened? For those who, well, everybody's listening. Jay did the, he reenacted the tube man while he was saying it. So China is officially the world's top car exporter, shipping out a record 5.26 million China-made automobiles last year and beating runner-up Japan by 1 million cars. And there are two factors behind this. What's the first one, Jay? The first factor is electric vehicle expertise. China's unmatched savvy and EV production, coupled with generous subsidies, has allowed domestic producers to expand beyond Chinese borders. The top company, which is called Build Your Dream or BYD, surpassed Tesla as the world's EV sales leader last year. Obviously good company, but bad name. Yeah. Russian customers are the second factor here. So China also sold more gas-powered vehicles to Russia than ever before. When Western brands abandoned Russia after it invaded Ukraine, Chinese car makers like Cherry, I believe that's a take on Chevy, unfortunately, stepped in and took advantage of a wide open market. It's like McDowell's and McDonald's from coming to America. It matters because Western nations used to dealing with friendlier auto trade partners are worried that new Chinese cars, in particular EVs, will encroach on their markets, creating competition and security concerns. In protecting against this, an auto trade war could erupt. Yeah, so one is already simmering in Europe. The EU launched a probe that could result in new taxes on Chinese EV imports if it determines that rich subsidies have allowed Chinese automakers to flood Europe with cheap EVs, creating an unfair advantage. And China recently retaliated by launching its own probe into imported brandy, of all things. This is viewed as a direct attack against France, the top supplier of cognac brandy, whose automakers also happen to push hard for the EU probe. Now to zoom out, Rival nations also want to match Chinese production levels, pouring billions into creating domestic battery supply chains and devising ways to speed up developments, like Stellantis's new virtual cockpit, which could cut test times down from months to days. 
For our second story, it's not just the big tech heavyweights showing up at the world's biggest tech conference this week. Some unexpected names and their new gadgets are also joining the party. Yeah, here's what's driving the news. Companies you may not expect to see at the Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, have entered the fold with inventions that automate things like gardening and barbecuing, a sign that more mainstream consumers are warming up to smart products. For example, Home Depot, everyone's favorite hardware store, came out swinging with a new line of products for its growing smart home hub space network, including a smart gardening hose, thermostat, kitchen appliance, and bathroom fan. That sounds smart. And another company, Goodyear, the tire company, unveiled its newest tire made of 90% sustainable material featuring sensors that can detect low grip conditions like ice, which is a very relatable feature here in Canada these days, and relay that information to the car's automated driving system. Pobby, a pet tech company, Pobby showed off its new self-cleaning litter box, a $935 wooden dwelling featuring deodorizing cartridges and a built-in pet scale that informs you about whether your cat is packing on some of those winter pounds. Sounds like an important thing to know. And Sear Grills, a UK startup unveiled its first ever AI-powered grill, a bulky appliance that leverages algorithms and sensors to cook what the company claims to be perfect meat in a matter of minutes. And bonus points, you can actually use it inside. Reminds me of one of those early 2000 shops that was all just like futuristic gadgets with yeah. like the sharpest edge or something. Or, or Brookstone or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Now next, not everyone will be lining up for an AI-powered barbecue, but Canadians are warming up to smart home tech, with roughly a quarter already owning some sort of smart home device. And as home gadgets become more affordable, more people are expected to buy in. And finally, for our big picture, airlines found loose parts in their 737 MAX 9 panels. United Airlines and Alaska Airlines claim they both found loose parts in the door panels of other Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes and their fleets. The discovery comes as U.S. investigators look into whether the four bolts in the Alaska flight that were supposed to keep the panel in place were missing before takeoff. I got a wrench if they need one. Yeah. EU is investigating Microsoft's open AI investments. The EU's competition watchdog is looking into whether Microsoft's ties with open AI, including its $13 billion worth of investment, violate the bloc's antitrust rules. If more evidence surfaces that the tie-up breaks the EU's merger rules, a formal probe would follow. That sounds... Watch that. Now, and France gets a new prime minister. French President Emmanuel Macron named 34-year-old Gabriel Attal as the country's next prime minister, making him the youngest person ever to hold the position. The shakeup comes after former PM Elizabeth Bourne was forced to resign on Monday following backlash from a controversial immigration law. Huge for the 30s community. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. And a bit of personal privilege today is my son's 10th birthday, 40 years in one day. Younger than me, so happy birthday, Cy Rosenthal. The back-to-back -back birthday, Jay, it's wild. It's a big week, Brad. Have a good day, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.